Excuse me, miss. Uh, what's that you're listening to? Well, it's a podcast. It's all about this couple from England who are in a lifestyle, and they talk about their adventures. So is uh, that child-friendly, then, is it? No. <laughs> they say lots of naughty things, and they swear a lot. But would you like to listen? Get in the gym or to your car Our advice you could go far Fuck things up and we make mistakes Talk about our sexy dates It's getting hard for this to Welcome to episode 61 of the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name is Mr. H. Mrs. H. These are a few of our favourite things. This episode is all about... Our... Labyrinth. No, no. It's yes, about... it is. It's about... But that's my favourite thing. What, Transformers? No. The Autobots pledge them. No, no. Okay, fine. Right, well, this episode, we're talking about some of our favourite things in the lifestyle. You. Me. Yeah. You. Me. You're my favourite thing. Am I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my. It's, it's alluring the way you're talking about <laughs> me. I, 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 I'm feeling all pent up. I <laughs> thought I won, like, the best line saying you. Did you? Yeah. Because I need you, 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 and I need you. <laughs> so this episode will be brought to you mostly by little jingles. <laughs> jingle time! Well, it's not quite jingle time. We will play the jingle in a minute. But first, I want oh, to Oh, God help us when we get to Christmas. Well, why? Because you'll be all over the Christmas jingles. Christmas jingles. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Mm. You know that's not my favourite Christmas song. <laughs> so since it is a, a uh, an episode of favourite things, my favourite Christmas song is what, Mrs H? I know this. Come on. Um, I do know this. Fuck, let me think. Um, it's from Gremlins, isn't it? Is it? Um... Wait, hang on. No, you've got loads of favourite songs. That's not a Christmas song. No, that's like countdown oh. music. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know about Is it Chris Rea? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, are you sure it's not the song from Gremlins? Which I it's, it's completely the, evade. It's not now. the do you hear what yes, I hear. That, because that when that comes on, you always la, like la, 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 stop la. what you're doing immediately and just sing that on repeat. No, no, I have I have two favourite Christmas songs. Bollocks, do you? Yes. Do you actually? Yes. One of them we sang in the car in Australia. Oh, oh. What? Why would we sing it then? That's I have a little dreidel. Oh, it's one I made of clay. Right, okay. But I'm not gonna play with it because dreidel's fucking game. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. They stupid games. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that one, and uh, I'll try to make it spin. Courtney Cox, I love you. Yes. So it's Ben Hopper singing time. Clearly today, uh, the other one is. Let's oh, do the entire episode of Mr. Hanky. But virus so delightful. Oh, you sing that in fucking June. You sing that every go. month of the year. Let it snow. Let it snow. Let because it's snowing do. somewhere. Do you think so? Really? Yeah, I suppose it is. What do you mean, do I um, think so? Yeah, you're right. Where, where do you um, think it might be snowing, Mrs. Oh H? Somewhere. That any. I've said some really silly things this week. You have said you have said a lot of silly things. You've blamed the concussion for um, most of it. I believe we had a really stupid conversation all the way around a supermarket about Lion King, which evades me again. But anyway, you yes, go- <laughs> I have blamed the concussion for yes. this. Yes, you were going to tell us who the uh, bad guy in the Lion King was, and you said that it was... Um, Alan Rickman. Alan, Alan Rickman. I did. And it 
It was not, it was Jeremy Irons. (laughs) (laughs) And then ensued an entire conversation about Die Hard, and it turns out I've never really seen the film. No, it turns out. Didn't have a clue. No. What was Die Hard? He had a brother. What was Die Hard about? Oh my God. Um, I'm sure there were some bombs involved, and I'm sure they were on some kind of mission to maybe deactivate the bombs before they went off, and Bruce Willis had a string of various clues to do this. And then I'm sure Samuel L. Jackson came along and did this, but you assure me this is like one of the other films. This is Die Hard 3. Are you sure it's not 4? Yes. Because I haven't seen any of them, but you, I'm going to take have, a punt that it was 4. You have seen them <laughs> all. <laughs> I, apart from the latest one, which um, uh... I, I don't think can be considered a Die Hard film. Anyway, welcome to the Bedhoppers podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things <laughs> swinging and <laughs> sex and fun stuff like that. Clearly today we're on a... <laughs> Uh, tangent <laughs> well aren't you all yes You're always on a but tangent. don't worry gentle listener we shall treat you tangentially oh that's lovely and is do you it? know what tangella is a is a really good pokemon ella ella, ella. <laughs> right anyway so <sighs> we're going to talk a bit about our favorite things in a minute once right. we've stopped talking about our other favorite things yes <laughs> turns out your favorite christmas film songs we've mentioned now so. yes um what's your favorite christmas song I don't really have one. Okay, fine. Well, I thought not I'd better that, include Not a fan, you. really. What, a Christmas? Meh, songs. All right, fair enough. <laughs> okay. I probably do have one. Do you? Oh, I do have one. Um, Wait, it's that one that goes... You see, you know it. Wish I was at home for Christmas. Is it Ian Jury? The Blockheads? I don't know. I can't remember. That. That one. Mary gladly waits alone. Oh, I have another one. I've just thought of another one. Little Drummer Boy by David Bowie. What about Pipes of Peace? That's all right as well. Is that a Christmas song? Well, I don't know. It's got a Christmas motif in the video. Hmm. Hmm. To be continued. Right. <laughs> no, we're not continuing this chat any not further. Not now. I mean not, afterwards. Not now. After. <laughs> right. Okay. So what have we been up to? We yeah, had a sexy right. date last week. Oh, yes, we did. You and me, we're the date uh, doing stuff. Yeah, the date. we did have a really lovely date. I think it might... Uh, I can't even say it anymore. It that. was that sexy. Sex the words out your mouth. <laughs> must have been while you were <laughs> fucking me. So we had a date with um, a lovely lady. The lovely lady, not? yes. Mm. Her husband was pimped out. <laughs> yes. He was hot husbanded or mm. stagged or fixed. I don't know, I whatever know. the one it is. He was off yeah. with a, another woman. One with another seems. woman. So we know. had the benefit of having this lovely lady with us. Yay! Yay! And that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. So we, we introduced her, as we should do, to uh, Jurassic Park Melodica. Obviously. The Dom of Desire. Now, the Dom of Desire, if you've never checked him out, it has a YouTube channel. Yes. Very uh, informative. Is it, Actually, there's a Don of Desire, not the Dom. Yes, that's two very different things. Yeah, very different. Um, yeah, he's the Don. Yeah, so... Like the... Owner of all things desire. Like the mafia mob bo- yeah, boss of... the mafia boss of desire. Yes, but not desire the place, just no. desire in general. This <laughs> <laughs> is getting oh very confusing. God, this is hilarious. I, I, well, right. I'm anyway, sure many this, people this, would disagree. This guy talks at length about many uh, wonderful ways that you can entertain a lady. Well, I think he's kind of like, he's like a, uh, a lad's guide to... Like um, American Pie. To being a sex pest, basically, I think, so... <laughs> And his approach can... I mean, some of the information he's got in there is actually quite informative, but the way in which it's packaged is unusual. So go and check that out if you haven't. Um, you may like it, maybe for you. It, it um, makes yeah. me laugh, I think is the nicest he's way of putting humorous. it. very uh, humorous. And the other thing that we, we introduced her to was the ripping and the tearing. Oh, uh, yes. Which, um, you know, the, the, 
the um, world hedonism riff or whatever hedonism, it's called. Yeah. yeah. So if you've yeah, not yeah. not seen that video, please go seek it out. Um, that will keep you entertained. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we had a, a lovely trip down YouTube, which was yes. fun, and then some sexy times. Yes. Yes. Nice. Which which was better than the YouTube bit, to be fair. Well, but obviously. the YouTube bit was pretty good. It laughed her into bed. Did we? You think that? Oh, that or she was just exhausted from like putting up with our weird YouTubisms and try to sex us into stopping. Maybe that's it's a good technique. It worked. Yeah, it's great. I nearly shut up for like two minutes. Nearly. I know. I gave her the best two minutes of her life. I can't back that up. <laughs> so we had a sexy date. That yep. was cool. What else have we got on the cards? Um, we have a. I don't know. What have we got coming nothing. up? Nothing. We've got nothing on the say, cards. I don't have any notes to look at. You do. You So you tell me. <laughs> These notes don't mention any of this. These notes have some lyrics, what I have written. Brilliant. All right. And then. and some bullet points, which don't really give you away anything. All right. Well, we, don't, of... we haven't got anything then. So we've got no dates, no meets. We're taking it easy. The only thing we have on the cards is May next year when we're going to Podcast Palooza. Correct. And you can join us. Thanks, going I'm going to come along. Are you? Good, it's very <laughs> yeah. good. Um, so um, you can come along to I that. I mean, frankly, the whole thing would be flat without me there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the bunch of podcasters are going along and uh, media producers or content producers. Um, and it's a great chance to have a brilliant hotel takeover with yeah. topless parties, DJs, entertainment, all sorts of cool things like that. But also meet us and the show that we're preparing. Good luck with that. Yes, thank you. I can't wait to see what you've prepared. <laughs> Neither can I. I'm really looking forward to what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm basically going to just hide behind the stage going... <laughs> Am I going to be like that episode of The Office where he just like literally comes in and tries to do some awful presentation and it just crashes and burns? That's pretty much most and of the And everyone sits there cringing. Yes. All right, cool. It's, it's pretty much that. I'm going to give you 42 PowerPoint slides. <laughs> <laughs> A clicker... Death by PowerPoint. Yes, All death right. by PowerPoint. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. But that aside, apart from us, please come and join us because it would be great. Yes, do Great that. to see you. Come and, come and visit us in Miami. Or Miami, which it turns out is in Florida. Oh, screw you. <laughs> not, the, not the weirdest thing I've said this week. <laughs> no, but post that, we're hoping to get around the States for a little bit for yeah. a few days and catch up with some friends so we're yes. just trying to work out where every bugger is because everyone's all over the bloody states it's not just a small place it's not like this country all right michael kane what only supposed to blow the bloody doors off <laughs> who was that you you were all like um know that impression who was that michael kane was it yeah okay it's oh, <laughs> interesting anyway so yeah please You're come and visit us um and for friends over in the states get your act together and live near each other yes. that would be really convenient for us and make things much simpler Cool. Cool. So, um, other than that, um, yeah, get in touch, please. Uh, thanks for joining us. That was a great episode. Uh, cheers. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> ah, favourite things. Yes. Mrs. H, roll that thing. Uh, and by that, I mean I'm going to oh, digitally right. edit in. Oh, brilliant. Uh, I'm definitely rolling it now that then. We, we recorded in earlier. a retro way with reels of stuff. Yes. That's, that's how you roll, right? Yeah, that's definitely how you roll. Yeah. Shouldn't you be like transform and roll out? No, that, that would be too, too easy. Oh. Right. Yeah, all we'll right. roll it then. Yeah, play the thing. Dildos and strap-ons with sex toys in latex. All kinds of lube that is giving us great sex. Fingers in pussies are making me cringe. These are a few of our favourite things. Well, we hoped you liked that. And if you didn't, fuck off. <laughs> and if you don't chew big red then fuck you <laughs> and if you can't get your 
movie quote, right? You can speak like Mrs. H for some reason. Babe, no one can speak like Mrs. H. No, nobody can emulate Thankfully. you, dear. Apart from Bradford. Bradford can emulate oh, pretty well. Oh, for God's sake, he makes me sound like Mrs. Doubtfire all the no, time. No, he doesn't! Yes, he does. <laughs> anyway, so the reason why we picked this particular topic uh, uh, for this particular episode is because uh, we've had a few questions recently from listeners asking um, about some of the things that we like to have. What do we have in the swing bag? What do we have uh, with us? And what sort of things do we get? What kind of clubs do we like to go yeah. to? So we thought we'd talk randomly. <laughs> Um, well, that's a given. Yeah, well, <laughs> true. I thought we talked <laughs> randomly about some of the things that we like. Um, so if you if you want to take them, take them up or pick them up or but grab them, not ours, but your version of them, then feel free to do that. Cool. Um, you can like emulate us. Yes. Um, if you're really really desperate, <laughs> if, if you're in desperate times, please emulate us. All right. Yes, which is good. So the first thing is, um, what condoms do we like, Mrs. H? Oh, well, I personally don't tend to get too involved in the condom. Oh, as we found out, we we heard this the other day, didn't we, when we were having a chat? Uh, Yes, we did. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, that's down to male preference, Mm -hmm. because, you know, what feels um, good for guys is is, um, of paramount importance. Mm Mm-hmm. And for the lady involved, as long as you don't have any like latex allergies, then I guess pretty much most things feel okay. Okay, fair enough. I'm not. Do you know what? Like, years ago, we used to have like all this ribbed stuff and condoms with novels on and all sorts beer flavour condoms. Yeah, novelty condoms, if you like. And thankfully, I haven't really encountered any of these joke things in the lifestyle. <laughs> I think we encountered someone brought a strawberry one at one point. Yeah, maybe. I think that was. But I haven't encountered ribbed and bobbled and all sorts. Ribbed and bobbled. Ribbed and bobbled. Ribbed and bobbled, both of they them. They sound like winter scarves and hats, don't they? Or flavours of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Ooh, they're ribbed and bobbled. <laughs> um, I think um, you tend to favour the, are they called skin? Yeah, skin yeah. Skin are pretty good. Um, and occasionally I'll, I'll, I'll have a Durex on me, but, yeah. but broadly... Skin ones tend to be the main. Go-to. I like the wrappers as well. They're quite classy looking. Is that because they're gold? They actually remind me a bit of a chocolate. Really? They're like gold and. You're really disappointed when I open it and there's no chocolatey treat. Always. <laughs> <laughs> what about lube then? Um, we favour the liquid silk. Yeah. Which is very lovely. Mm-hmm. Now we've discovered that it's only available in this country, or is yeah. not available in I think Australia or mm. the US. I'm not sure about the rest of. Europe and other places. So luckily, we can still get our grubby little paws on it. Well, I felt like a right little drug smuggler going <laughs> to Mexico with about four <laughs> of these little... Yeah. bottles of liquid silt by the pool. Exactly. Who wants to buy some lube? <laughs> <laughs> can I interest you with some lube over your breakfast? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> liquid silk's my favourite because um, it doesn't leave you feeling like really tacky, sticky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, and it's a water-based, isn't it? Yeah, so it's it's not like um, like gecko fingers after you know by the end of it. It absorbs eventually, and you need more. Mm-hmm. But when it does absorb, it's almost like you've just put a nice moisturizer on or something, and yeah. it doesn't leave you feeling all horrible. Yeah, and it doesn't smell particularly it doesn't bad. Doesn't smell of anything. It does smell. It definitely has a, oh, a smell not, of. Like but it's not pungent, is it? Not pungent. Not pungent. Not the sort of word you're looking for when you're describing a lube. <laughs> Gosh, that's pungent. Yes, what a <laughs> pungent aroma you have discovered. No, it's inoffensive mm. um, in terms of smell and texture. Um, I can't tell you what it tastes like because 
I haven't really bothered trying it, but okay. I think you have tried the taste. The taste of it? Mm. Well, yeah, it's been in and around my exactly. mouth. Exactly. Yeah, it's so not, what's it taste it's not, like? It's not awful. Oh, there I you go then. Most lube isn't offensive. It's but, a winner then. Yeah. So liquid silk. Liquid silk. Okay. What about wipes? Because normally we've traditionally used good old-fashioned baby wipes. Uh, we have, and we have recently become acquainted with the After Dark. Yeah. Which I don't know if they're available in the UK, uh, or if they are, we haven't hunted them down. I don't. I, so Bradford Angela seem to think you could import them, being maybe sort of resident Aussies, as it were. But um, they win points for me for looking quite sinister in a black packaging with pink cat eyes. Well, what I quite like about them is they don't have any sort of flavouring or smell or whatever to them, so. They they're very went, genteel. Yeah, well, they're nice. The but intimate parts. Yeah, very genteel, the intimate parts. Yeah. Um, and they seem to do the trick. So they seem to think that you could import them, but I've not seen them over here, to mm. be honest. So um, we did a lube for wipe exchange that was yes, very lucrative, did. shall we say. Lucrative. Lucrative. Yeah. Lucrative. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Right. So we're going to move on to toys. Oh. Mm. Oh. I do you have a few favourite toys? So... Let's start with the with the smaller items and work our way around from there and meander aimlessly as we do. Okay. So I'm a fan of the hot octopus stuff. Yes. Well, I say the, the hot octopus stuff, but there's a couple of bits that I really like. Cool. So one's their, their cock ring. So hot octopus um, do toys for men and women, right? Yes, they yes. do. Um, we've tried some of the women's toys, but they've left... We haven't really been there. Haven't tried many. Hmm. Or mm. really some of their bigger toys, but the smaller ones, the Digit, which is one of the new ones. Oh, which is, I was going to talk about the Digit. I know you were going to talk yeah. about the Digit. And also the cock ring. I think the cock ring is fantastic. So this isn't the Atom Plus or whatever it is. This is the just the standard vibrating cock ring. There's different varieties? Yeah, there's one that goes around your balls as well. Oh, gosh. I believe um, our good friends uh, Barney and Emma Stone got nice it. Nice save, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, no, no, I was getting there. I just, just didn't want to... <laughs> Just one didn't want to use the nickname that we use directly for them because that I, would give I them imagine work. one that goes all around your balls as well. It must feel like you're on a power plate or something. Well, I think like juddering away. I think his take was that it was a bit complex getting your yeah. shunt, shunting your stuff in there. So I think the the one that I've got, which is just the standard one, is really comfortable. It's a good fit and the vibration is really strong. Can I add a, a counter kind of um point to that please so what i would say is if you're a cock ring obviously by its very definition goes around your cock and obviously that's going you know moving one assumes but it actually works better for, from my perspective if you don't move very much so if i just lie there yes it is a could you just of, lie really still please it is a bit of a lazy <laughs> toy but i quite like it well, yeah, but I'm just because saying... Because I'm inherently lazy. Yeah, it, it doesn't really require much movement. And the more you actually do move, the less uh, effective it is mm -hmm. from the female perspective. Yes. Because obviously you're then moving away from the centre of the pleasure. But I'm still getting all the benefit of the cock ring at the same yeah. time. So just... So uh, it's not all about you, dear. No, no, no it is not. It is not. Especially so, if you move around. <laughs> exactly. The digits, then. Love the digit. Absolutely love it. So it's a little um, a little device that you can place on your fingers. Yep. It's got two little kind of rings that will fit yeah. around your middle two fingers, I'm should not, you want to. I'm not keen on those little no. ring things. I don't think it needs it, frankly. It doesn't need it. And also, by putting them around your fingers, if you then want to move the digit around, which frequently I, I would, you'd then have to take it off your fingers to do that. Mm. So I actually prefer just using it 
without the rings and I would prefer it not to have the rings. So this is a little USB charged vibrator. Yeah. It's a couple of inches long. Yeah. And it's got this little finger slots that you can put your fingers in, but you don't tend to use no. that. Now, what I will say about Hot Octopus, and this has irritated me, but <laughs> irritates you more, is the fact that they're quite difficult to turn on and off. I not do it, no. And it's quite difficult to locate which is the off button and which is the... The up yeah, and down button. I, that was gonna, I was going to mention that. It's um, It wound me up so much the other night, I literally threw it across the room because I couldn't <laughs> switch it off. And then because I didn't want it just like bouncing around like a jumping bean next to me on the bed, I just threw it away <laughs> because I couldn't switch it off. And of course, if you've got your fingers are a bit, you know, covered in lube or whatever, whatever, um, then trying to switch it off in a darkened room, perhaps even when there's a lot going on, is not easy. Yeah, so it'd be I... easy to have a little knob nodule on the side that is easily locatable well i think what what would be really good for them is to take the control off the off the little vibrate yeah. bit and put it at the back end of, <laughs> of the um of, of the little plastic bit at the back because mm. it'd be easy to locate you could t- turn it off and on again really easily and if the volume button as it were <laughs> was at the side still that would be fine <laughs> yeah i mean i will say i probably should have read in advance that if there were instructions which side does what? Because I was just unaware. No, but it's not the difficult. There's only there's one that's got one knobbly bit, and then the one with two. The one mm. with one is the power on and off. Yeah, and didn't um, know that in advance. Yeah, the ones that I didn't bother reading those. it. No, I know you don't. <laughs> You're just like, yep, getting that out. Oh, it vibrates a lot. It's quite no, I can't rumbly. switch it off. <laughs> you know, it is quite a rumbly little vibrator. Um, yeah, it's for, got a lot of kick its, for it for its size. So it's not as powerful as a one might be. Oh God, no! But it does go up quite a bit, and it does have pulse. Uh, settings as well it really does it's so for a very good little toy you can chuck in your bag it's great yeah definitely yeah and it does go in the swing bag quite often Mm, it absolutely does also in the swing bag the doxy ah yeah (laughs) so i don't think we've used that for a little while mainly because we've been traveling around and not really been able to sort of stick it in the bag because it's quite big Mm. Um, but when you do make the time to sort of bring it along and, and involve it, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. And definitely does what it says on my tin. Although I don't think I've ever managed to go beyond like the sixth setting or something because it just gets too much. But it's it's pretty good. So, um, it's it's a useful toy, actually, because I think if if we're playing with somebody else and you're struggling to get there, generally we can whip out the doxy and that'll do the job. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So mm. I think I think that's definitely one of the... It needs the... to be treated with reverence, though. With reverence. What about the womanizer, though? Oh, now. Um, the womanizer that I own, I think, is probably one of the earliest models. So I suspect there are better ones now to be had. Okay. Um, but certainly the, the first one that I've got um, is, is quite a bit smaller than what I think is available now. Mm. And again, it's one of these things that you once it's in place, you cannot move. Because it then loses the suction and the placement and it, it kind of, you then have to start again. Yeah. You have to stay really still. So it's not really a spectator sport. You can just, because they'll be very bored just sitting there watching you not move a muscle. <laughs> but surely the same could be true of most toys with you. Um, if you want them to be effective. Yeah, I suppose. But the maybe the womanizer is particularly um, insular in that respect because it's it's very intimate. doesn't have a broad range does it no and someone else can't really place it for you okay because it's not like um a wand or a vibrator where you can just whack it down there and broadly you'll hit the spot yeah this has almost like an ear thermometer kind of uh nodule on the front matt has to very specifically go 
where it's supposed to go. Okay. And only you will know where that is yourself because someone else can't necessarily line it up properly and achieve the same um, effect. Okay, fair enough. So it's a very lonely solo toy. Oh, What about our collection of geeky sex toys? Because some of those are our favourites. Some of them are. Before we move on to the geeky ones, though, I just want to very briefly give my crave a mention. Okay. Yeah. So my crave is um, the necklace, mm-hmm. which is also a very slender, small vibrator. Yep. It's absolutely beautiful. So it looks, to all intents and purposes, like a piece of pretty jewellery. It is quite pretty, yeah. It is really pretty. And you wouldn't necessarily look at it and think, oh, that's a sex toy. Mm-hmm. You would just think it's a pretty Unless you go through um, customs at an airport. Yeah, and they decided to construct it and ask you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks pretty and it's very functional. So it's fun to to wear out on a play date or take it along to a club and just wear it. Yeah, it's. I think... More than the actual use of it, though, because it's mm. not a particularly... I mean, it's strong for a little thing, but it's not super strong. Um, um, it's yes. more the novelty of having a little mm. vibrator on you, and people go, oh, what's that? Or did you know I've let got a vibrator? Yeah, let me show <laughs> And it's, it's a great conversation starter. I like it, though. So. It, has, it has got a little bit of um, a kick to it sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's all right. right. That's cool. So the geeky sex toys, then. Yes. So <laughs> we've got quite a few of those, but I think there's one or two that, that you come back to. The Bulbasaur one, I think... Is one that you enjoy. Yeah, and I was very um, reticent when I first met with it because it's <laughs> it's not small. It's not, well, the Bulbasaur one's not too bad. Well, it's got, obviously, the, the name would give it away, has got like a, a rather large onion-shaped head. <laughs> and then once you get past it's that... It's often the thing you want to think about when you're putting something <laughs> into your badge. Onion. <laughs> a water-based Pokemon. Um, onion. Yeah, onion. <laughs> So it has got um, a larger, obviously, head. And once you get past that, then the shaft part of it is, is a bit more slender. Yeah. But it's it can be a little bit eye-watering if you're not quite ready for it. Not quite ready for it. The Aquamone's yeah. probably not one of your favourites, Do you know it? what? I can't, I can't face it. Just too big. It just makes me feel like I'm shitting a watermelon. <laughs> but it looks awesome, though. <laughs> it looks the shit, honestly. It looks amazing. And as a geeky toy goes, and I love geeky stuff and I mm-hmm. like toys... It does look awesome. So it's a good collection addition, but I just don't feel like I can get past it. Okay. It can't get past me. Well, we'll, we'll keep trying. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, the That's other why one... it's called the Aquamone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. So we've also got the um, Star Wars styled sort of lightsaber one. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's quite fun. We haven't used it a great deal. No. Um, probably because well, we move on to some of the other ones which you know pique our interest more. But it, again, it's fun to mm-hmm. have as a collection and it's probably fun to kind of take it along and, and get it out and, you know, have a, a geek conversation around it as well. Well, yeah, there is that. I think the thing is, though, with when it comes to dildos, you, you're starting to build up a bit of collection and, and you do kind of go through, mm. you don't go through them, but you kind of... You go, go, <laughs> I've worn another one out, dear. <laughs> yeah. You go for favourites, though, at the time and it's kind of whatever's in rotation. Yeah, totally. You almost need someone like to come along and just rotate them like you do with my T-shirts to ensure that I... Or we'll wear different exactly t-shirts that. and we'll take the part. So yeah. I'll cunningly take the bottom ones out and put them on the top in the hope that you'll be like, oh, I haven't seen these for a while. Yeah, mostly that doesn't work, does it? No, you just rifle through it with yeah. wild abandon and throw them away. Exactly mm. that. So other things that we've got that's probably worth mentioning. Okay, so I was going to mention the Enjoy. Oh, well, I was about to do I that. I thought you might be. Yeah, there's two Enjoy things that we've got. We've got one a butt plug. Yes. Um, and one is a kind of, I don't know even what it's called. It's, um, 
What's it called? It's like oh, a shoehorn type shape, isn't it? That would imply a level of pre-research that I clearly haven't <laughs> yeah. done. Is it the 11? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Looks like a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the... Um... You keep talking about it and I'll find it. No, because then you'll leave me and I'll run out No, online you'd do first. Oh, I thought you meant you were going to leave the room and find oh, it. Oh, no. So the first one we have is the butt plug, which mm-hmm. is one of the first things we bought years ago, I think, when it came out. Uh, it's quite a small one, the one we've got, but it has a lot of weight behind it. It because does. Because it's pure sort of steel, isn't it? Yes. Which uh, also has the advantage of being really, 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 really cold. Or you can obviously put it in water and make it hot. So it has like a bit of a, you know, sensory play aspect to it as well. It is the Enjoy Pure Wand Stainless Steel Dildo, eight inches. And that has two balls on, one on each end, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. But moving back to the butt plug. The Pure Plug, I believe it's called. Okay. So that obviously comes in different sizes, but we have a, a relatively small one. Yeah. Um thoroughly good fun because it's got so much weight in it that once it's in place it's you can definitely feel it on the yeah, other side yeah yeah it's it's really quite odd isn't it but it warms up to your body temperature really quickly it does going in freezing cold yeah coming mm-hmm. out boiling hot <laughs> but it's fun and it's it's not you know overly huge so it's um it's more of a kind of oh the weight is quite nice yeah i think as a as a starter butt plug it's <laughs> a starter butt plug but well yeah, as no, a warming up piece it's pretty good it's also as if it, as a starter in terms of a beginner butt plug is actually quite a good one to have. Mm. It's a lot of money to spaff up. In fact, both of these toys are a lot of money to spaff up. But actually, they're really quality made. I don't think you'll ever need to replace them. No, because they're just beautifully made. Yeah, and and you could also kill an intruder to your house with both of these <laughs> toys. What was the uh, crime implement used? It looks like a silver butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, um, and come in beautiful wand? boxes, don't they? Oh, they do come in beautiful boxes. Yeah, the like wand, satin. however, yes. you've particularly enjoyed. Enjoyed. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, see what I did there? Um, oh, yeah. It's it's pretty good. It's a bit unrelenting. It's like a Terminator in terms of it, like a dildo-like object. Yeah. But it's really designed to help stimulate G-spots. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. And as again, as I said, it has two different sized balls yep. on each end. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm never quite clear which one you're using. Well, it has using. one ball on each end. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. But I'm never quite clear which end you're using. I am. I, always I know, know you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, do, do you kind of work up to the different end? Do you start with the small one? And no, you, you've you never just... had the big one. Right, got you. Yeah. All right. I think the relentlessness of the, the first one is tends <laughs> to do the job quite well. We can I can switch it around. The problem is, is that you'd be so freaked out by the cold change in temperature. <laughs> Mrs. H does not react well to changes in temperature, particularly if it's something cold. Um, so it wouldn't be worth my while doing that. So, um, But actually, it's been a really interesting toy because we found that it's quite useful in making you squirt as well. How lovely. <laughs> well, it is. It's something that, that seems to do the business almost every time. It's quite effective um, in that it's obviously designed to, to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Do you So do you find it easy to use? Um, pretty much. I mean, it's um, it's it means it's just a dildo, a silver dildo with a ball, but mm. um, and that's as easy as a you know as easy as it gets. So it's not a task or a challenge. The weight is interesting. So and and you ca- you do have to get yourself in a comfy position because. Um, well, you, I have to get you in a comfy position and I have to get me in one because that weight does sort of flip itself all over mm. the place if you're not balancing things in the right way. So, 
But other than that, I think I think it's probably one of our one of our best and favourite toys. Yeah, it's definitely it's really a go to. The other one I was going to mention, yes, uh, were the rodeo pants. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, rodeo. Oh yeah, <laughs> and um, we use these in conjunction with. Yeah, I believe it's called the Tantus Curve dildo. Ooh. Yeah. Look at me with some vague amount of knowledge. I know, right? Like, right. So, um, and in terms of pegging, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And in terms of. And I've used it on um, a lady as well. Yes, you have used it on a lady mm. or two. Yes, very, very true. Very, very true. It's good fun. And it seems to do the business. So, well. and again, this is like a, a two-parter, really. So the, the pants are probably one of the best um, things we bought. Because we, we tried ages and ages ago with one of these strapless strap-on type things. Which, yeah, exactly. Just kept falling out. No matter how good your pelvic floor muscles are. I mean, one assumes you have some. Assuming you had some to begin with. But <laughs> even if you think you've got great ones, trust me, they will not do anything with a, a strapless strap-on. <laughs> um, so the rodeo pants are great and they're quite pretty as well. Yep. They come in a variety of sort of different... Um, Shorts, designs, pants and all sorts of boy things. shorts, pants with little lace panels. So they're really pretty. And obviously, with, you know, the design is that they have a hole at the front, so you can pop your toy in there and off it goes. Yeah. They're great. Pretty good. No straps or harnesses or fiddly bits. You just put them on. Yeah. <laughs> Does the job. Yes, they're great. Perfect. Any other toys you care to mention, Mrs. H? Um, You know, I think we've, we've covered the ones that I my go-tos i have got a beautiful glass dildo mm-hmm. never use it but it's so pretty <laughs> I think, yeah i think when we when we got that one actually it was um what we found is that the hard materials probably weren't to your liking no and the cold temperature wasn't to your liking no but actually as we've progressed and act- and explored uh finger banging in particular more, <laughs> um then then i think your tastes have changed so maybe worth cracking that one out Having a look and see if it works. It's Shoving pretty, it in there. It's pretty though. It, you know, and it looks pretty going in and out of you, so it's not terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so that was toys then. Websites. Okay. So I think there's a couple of websites that we we, we look at and use. All right. You're going to have to elucidate because I can't think of any. Fab. Oh, yeah. Well, there is... Uh, oh, yeah. Ah. Well, yes, now I think well, about it. Well, I think, it. you know, if you're in the UK... Um, there fab, isn't really much else to go on. <laughs> there, there really isn't much else to go on. And I no. think it's... Um, actually, it's not a terrible side. It no. just looks like it was made in 1980. But in terms of hooking up with people or finding new friends, it's actually been one of the most effective ways of, of going yeah, and doing just no, that. I agree. So if you're new to the scene and you're looking to, to set up an account, it's really simple. You can do that for, for nothing. And, you know, you only start paying when you get into the depths of things. So hmm. actually, it's a, it's, it's a pretty good concept although the execution isn't fantastic and now they've added videos uh, which has obviously been the uh, death of our pastime because uh, so many people choose to upload insane videos yeah which is great what a treat which is, which is a real treat uh, we've also been looking at double date nation a lot lately mm-hmm. and they're quite interesting i like their site um, but for us in the UK, there's not a massive amount of people on there. So, and that's the thing. It's, there's, there's nothing we need to look at if other people aren't using it. So, But I suspect it may come into its own when we go to the States. Yeah. Um, but also, if, if you're in the UK and you're listening, um, sign up for it. You, there's all sorts of free codes going on. And I'm sure if you get in touch with them, they'll give you three months free. Yeah, I think um, so. And you can have a look, get on there. And, you know, it doesn't hurt to check it out. I like the setup of it. I like all the, the options that are on there. And it's pretty cool. 
Um, but it's just not enough people on from the UK. So no. uh, hopefully, you know, if every listener jumped on, we'd have another three people there, which would be great. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost enough for an orgy. <laughs> oh, good. Don't start that ah, again. Ah. So clubs. Yes. Yes. Well, my favourite one is vanilla alternative. Vanilla. Vanilla. But, but. Oh, pedantic but... one. V-A. V-A. Vanilla alternative. Yes. Okay. What's so good about this club? Um, okay, so consistently in terms of the environment, the cleanliness, the facilities, and just how nice the people there are. Yeah. It it has um holistically for me it has all all of that in yeah. kind of one good night. Granted it's not always been the best night, but that's mainly down to how many people turn up and you know, just who's there on the night. Yeah. Um, that's not down to the venue or the owners. It's just the luck of a draw. It can be a little bit clicky, I think. Mm, maybe. But I think if you're going there with people you know, in terms of facilities on offer, it's great. Yeah, I think if you're going there with people you know, it's a, it's a great place. I think if you're going there and... Just the two just, of you. Just the two of you. Um, <laughs> then actually, it's on you to sort of introduce yourself to yeah. other people. And then if you do sit back, as we have done before... Um, then it's very easy to be that sort of ignored. Ivory tower. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've done that before, and it and it's not great. We found that people aren't necessarily forthcoming all the time. Now there have been nights when that hasn't that has mm. been the case and hasn't been the case. So, but it, it is a roll of the dice. So it's up to you to sort of put yourself out there and say hello to people and and gather that interest. Yeah. And if you don't do that, then then you you know there's no guarantee of a great night. Mm. But in terms of what the club has on offer, I think the facilities are just really good. Yeah, I I, I really do. It's got a nice vibe to it. Mm. So I mean, I think there's there's some other clubs that that I want. You know, I think there's a new one opening up in Bristol that I want to go check yeah. out. Um, there's a few parties around us that I wouldn't mind mm. sort of having a look at and seeing if they they're any good. But broadly, the the clubs that we've explored and, and we've reviewed these for fairly extensively, I thought the Boudoir was okay. Uh, but I think again, that would be a you know, you could have enough money to get into London to do it. Yeah, it turns out into a really expensive night out. But also, I think, you know, if you're going with people, it will probably be a better yeah. night. So uh, that's also pretty good. Chameleons was okay. Mm-hmm. But there was, but but really, the, I think the only one that I would stand behind it being a great location and a great place and good rooms to stay in, actually, would be VA. Yeah, no, I agree. Is... And plus, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a seedy sex club. No. That's the bit I like about it most. When you when you go in there and you sit in the sort of open area where there's like a fireplace and um, nice comfy settees and whatnot, it doesn't feel like you're in a fuck club. No, <laughs> fuck and club. The first rule of fuck club is you don't though, talk about fuck club. I don't like that. That sometimes that environment of just being in a place where people are just there to fuck. Yeah. And you know, even if ultimately that's what people end up doing, you don't want to go in there feeling like a piece of meat. Mm, there is that to it, I think. And it, to be fair, I think all of the staff and everything are really good. They're the lovely. whole setup has been fantastic. So go there, it's great. Go there, yeah. Please go there. <laughs> we should go there soon. I think. Yeah, it's good fun. We need to do that. Oh, I tell you what, we, we hadn't mentioned. Oh, all right then. We, we've got a day off soon. I know. We didn't mention that in the slightest. I thought you were going to pick it up later on. Well, I'll pick them up later on. Are you going to say who it's with? Oh no. Oh okay. That. So we we've taken a day off with some oh, good yeah. friends. All right then. That'd be nice. Yeah. How are you guys doing? It's very specific by the podcast, just for like a couple of people. <laughs> but anyway, um, other things that what we like, few of our favourite things. Favourite underwear, Mrs. H? Honey Badat. Well, that was a quick answer. Is that because it costs a fucking fortune? Fucking expensive. Yes. But it's worth it in terms of 
quality and it's absolutely stunning. Yeah. Absolutely stunning to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, it's provocative, it's sexy, it's beautiful material. Yeah. It's usually adorned with some gorgeous little gem or sparkly something or other. Mm-hmm. And it it has the advantage of sometimes you could get like fetishy sort of kink vibes or you can go for lace, pretty. Yeah. You know, just beautiful. it tends to be a bit of an edge to some of it, but I quite like that. It's, it, um, it just has something that will look good on anyone. I think. Yeah, it's just beautifully made. Absolutely, and we've seen some good stuff in Ann Summers every now and then. But I do feel now like and then. it's a bit like going to TK Maxx. <laughs> I think for the states that's TJ Maxx, but it's like uh, you you go through forty two different aisles just to find one thing that you mm. may or may not want. Um, and that, that's often the, the role of the dice with Anne Summers as well. Mm. I don't, I'm not particularly fond of their selection of sex toys, but the actual underwear sometimes does come up trumps. I've got some nice things from there, mm. without a doubt. But um, it takes a while to sort of like sort through and find something that's really nice. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not a fan really of stuff that looks kind of looks like a, a cheap date stuff. Yeah. And just not into that kind of slutty look but that, that slutty look yeah i think it's the the items that look like they might set on fire if you go too close <laughs> yeah, to a fire bit. that's that's where you kind of yeah definitely so i know honey badat is very expensive but it is so worth it well i have mine my tuppence to chuck in go on, then. on underwear i quite like oddballs oh that is fun um because they do not only matching underwear mm-hmm. for men and women they also um do a lot for charity as well so mm. i think they do testicular so cancer they donate, one donate of their big... to prosper Prostate and Prostate. testicular cancer. One of those, both of them, I'm not sure which, but it's definitely a, a charitable organisation. <laughs> there is a donation from, you know, when you buy things. And yeah. they're fairly smart yet funky boxer shorts. Or they shorts are definitely funky. So um, definitely my my sort of preferred supplier in terms of... Yeah, they're good. Out. They're just quite um, kind of like sporty, functional type stuff. You're not going to get any sort of like sexy stuff. Yeah, but I think but it's, it's, fun. it's a tricky one with guys because I don't think this... I mean, what would be sexy? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want to go down the satin Christmas pants God, aisle. Don't. No, well, I wouldn't. <laughs> you know, and, it, and that just, you know, if I rub my legs together more than once, then I might go off in flames. Um, and it just feels very, um, you know, six for me, yeah. you know. Um, so that's not my cup of tea. I can't see me wearing some sort of lace style underwear. I know you can get men's shorts but that, that, that are lacy. Mesh probably isn't going to do it. Oh, no. So for me, I think that there's a fine line between, um, hey, it's it's a really nice pair of Star Wars pants versus, you know, also a nice pair of patterned boxer shorts that look nice and are mm. well made. So and oddballs tend to be the ones that I go for. I think um, men look good in like geeky kind of um, sci-fi vibe kind of boxes and stuff. Oh, you you want the Star Wars pants, do you? I love them. Yeah, they're great. It's uh, the Super Mario ones and all that kind of. Yeah, kind of thing. but they're quite fun. Yeah. And like, I think you're right. Um, men don't tend to have a lion's share of sort of what they can choose from. No. Uh, whereas you know, in terms of underwear, ladies have it, don't they? Let's face it; they have a huge range to choose from of you know different things they can wear. Whereas men are like, oh, wear some pants then. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that. I'm going to take them off. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Question for your wife. Okay. Favourite sexy song? Sexy song? Yes. Oh, in terms of like a playlist ah, or something. Well, not a play... Like, you can give an entire playlist if you want, but you're probably better off picking one song. 
God, you've put me on the spot now. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put it on your spot right now. <laughs> um, you're going to have to come back to me. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Mine's um, Sleazy Bed Track or Trick or whatever it's called. Sleazy Bed Track by yeah. Blue Tones. Yeah. It's a bit melancholy. Oh, but it's sexy, though. Uh, it's a sexy song, maybe. It's kind of sleazy. Yeah. Because it's got sleazy in the title. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I've just thought of a song that actually you're going to laugh at this and it's it's not particularly sexy song, but I'll tell you why. I tell find. tell, me, tell, for tell why. you for why. Tell me for why. Alleluia by Jeff Buckley. It's because of Watchmen, isn't it's it? It's because of Watchmen. <laughs> when they have sex in the shuttle. In, in the owlmobile or whatever the hell Oh it my was, God, yeah. that sex scene is amazing. There's just something <laughs> about it. And they're playing Hallelujah. Yeah. And it's just something about it. It's really kind of haunting and gets me every time like oh wow so whenever i hear hallelujah now it's like oh, oh okay fair <laughs> enough what about favorite food on a date um <clears throat> tapas tapas i'm gonna go with tapas as well yeah pizza like... is not good for for me for oh really yeah it precludes you from having roadhead it does yes <laughs> I've, as I've, you've learned to your peril i have well since gotten over the pizza hump no one else has. <laughs> <laughs> that non-hump in the road. <laughs> yeah, and your favourite drink, dear? My favourite, absolute favourite go-to drink would be champagne. Would it be champagne? I'm such a little princess, aren't well, I? Well, I'm so glad you said that because I have a bottle of water no, downstairs. I was going to say, <laughs> do not tease me like that. <laughs> I've got a gin and tonic. Have you? Well, not a bottle of it. <laughs> I like lots of drinks. Not others. Well, <laughs> yeah, I do you like do. lots of drinks. Um, I would say champagne is is great for me in terms of like an if I was having an ideal sort of perfect date scenario, mm-hmm. then a glass of champagne is great. Yeah. Um, a gin and tonic's great. Yeah, love that. Um, but that's really like wine's lovely as well. Yeah. Okay. Just making some notes here. This is good for Christmas. <laughs> this has all been uh, designed to get your Christmas list together. Oh my God. No problems. Uh, my favourite drink, should should you ask and you didn't, is a Negroni. I knew that. Um, followed by a nice, I like a nice red wine. Normally yeah. some, something quite, um, a bit of punch and kick to it. Like a Merlot or a Malbec. Yeah, yeah something mm. like that would be, would be good. One thing we haven't mentioned actually is our favourite way to get things started. Okay. A, mer- a Merlot or a Malbec. <laughs> yeah, and three glasses of champagne and that's that sorted out. No problem. Um, okay, well, depending on what you're doing, whether you're going somewhere with people like a club or well, if you're planning Well, I was thinking times, a... generally. Yes. So what sort of games might we play? Oh, I see. Oh, 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 I see. So we are big advocates of the Game of Lifestyle. Yes. Use code BH10 and you can get some money off. Yes, Boom, nailed it. Um... They're great. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're always a good talking point. They're really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and for people who really don't have the faintest idea how to sort of start anything, it, they're a good icebreaker. Yeah, they really are. We've been using peaching a lot lately. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But I think that's more for humour. It's not because it's an it's excellent It's definitely resource, for humour. But it, it, it's a great one for just getting out whipping mm. through it and chatting through. And eventually people are like, oh, should we just play it a bit? Mm. And before you know it, boom, you're naked. <laughs> That should be the name of the next app. Before boom, you you're na- naked. Boom, you're naked. <laughs> boom, <laughs> naked. Right. Anything else that you want to cover in our favourite things, Mrs. H? So, you've covered favourite foods and drinks. Yes. Um, favourite underwear. Mm-hmm. Favourite venues. Yes. Favourite toys. Yes. Favourite lube. Yep. Favourite condoms. Websites. 
websites. Yeah. All right. I think you've covered pretty think, much most of our favourite things. Yeah, I think that's that's probably probably the the, the, the pinnacle of it. Um, we've also covered, you know, favourite YouTube thing to be the dumb desire <laughs> on in the background while we're making sweet, sweet love with our favourite partners. <laughs> <laughs> we can't back that up in any shape or form. No. Right. Well, Miss Sage, let's close this one up. Thank you for joining us this week. Mm. Do you think? Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. Have you? Yes. Oh, are you ready? I am now. Oh, are you going to sure? do a little... What? you doing a little... Uh, my little what? Tinkly thing. Little tinkly thing. With that. I think so. You think that you think that'll do the job? I mean, I can add a bit more. I mean, I suppose my only thought was it would be good to end with some different words, but that would mean writing them. So, that's, so have you? Written, how many words have you written? Well, no, because you didn't tell me to write any. You don't always have to write the words. In fact, sometimes that's not right. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta get your pen Fucking write those words too <laughs> What, are we not doing anything else? Is that it? Is that, is that the end? Well, I don't know, you kind of like, threw it on me Did I throw so. on you? I'm recording all of this, it's amazing, isn't it? Gentle listeners are still with us No Yes <laughs> No <laughs> Yes No Yes Yes, they're still here Um Hi. <laughs> They're not. You're not really recording. I am really recording this. Uh, it is now two minutes and ten seconds worth of extra recording of at the end. Actual gibberish. Of gibberish nonsense, the likes of which you ain't not never seen before. <laughs> so, um, what I would say, listeners, if you do want to get in touch, don't forget we're on Fab Swingers at Bed Hoppers. We're on Double Date Nation at Bed Hoppers. We're on Twitter at Bed Hoppers Suck. We're on mail at Bed Hoppers Suck at Gmail dot com. You are still recording this, aren't yes, you? Yes, I am still recording. <laughs> I'm still like, but you've gone from like weirdness to you're still re- okay. You're still recording. Yes, I am cool. recording. How do you know they're still recording? I don't. I can't see it. Well, then why did you look over and go, "Oh, why are you still recording?" <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Anyway. Yeah, go on then. Sorry, what are you saying? I don't know. What were you saying? And now you're just playing over me, so now I don't know what you're doing. You're not recording, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Swaying room as the music starts. Stop fucking with me. Strangers making the most of the time. Breaking my head. 